Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Tuesday. First with yesterday's news, I and Glenn ZB, we're looking back at Monday. Uh, we've got too much fast food in New Zealand, um, and is it is there too much in places where there shouldn't be? Is it too accessible? Uh, Kate Hawksby was back on deck yesterday, uh, and so obviously she wanted to tell us all about her experience uh, having the disease that half the population's had. And uh, look, that makes me sound uncharitable, and I feel very bad for her. But yes, um, she will talk about it. Um, and then, uh, so she had uh, longer than a long weekend. She had three weeks off. Uh, but uh, Marcus wants to talk about which is best, uh, Monday off or Friday off. But before any of that, ah, yes, the, uh, the Roe v. Wade uh, situation, it's, it's built into our week over here. Um, and it's an argument that's going to go on and on and on, obviously. And that is why Luxon needs to wheel O'Connor out, because he needs to make it very, very clear to punters that O'Connor is getting a telling off for this. This is Luxon's re- real weak spot here. I mean, th- when it comes to how conservative he is, he's really exposed, and especially how conservative he is when it comes to abortion. One of his first, I don't know if you recall, but one of his first many controversies when he took over as leader last year was confirming in an interview that he thought abortion was tantamount to murder. And I think it's a sign that he knows that he's in trouble, that he's tried to clarify, since Simon O'Connor's tweet, he's tried to clarify the National Party's position on Twitter two days in a row, and still he's being asked about it in the media today. I reckon he's in trouble on this stuff, because a lot of younger people will not like what they consider old-fashioned views. And because we've got very used to, haven't we, having a uh, having a very liberal and progressive younger prime minister representing New Zealand on the world stage. So probably Simon O'Connor could not have stuffed this up any more for Christopher Luxon. I mean, he's opened the door right up to attacks on his party and his party's leader in the very space that Luxon is most exposed. So even though Simon is entitled to his views and even though there is no risk that our abortion laws actually do get changed. I think Christopher Luxon should shut this down politically, and perhaps the best way to do that is to make Simon O'Connor come out in front of everybody and say he's sorry. It's um, I feel a bit sorry for Luxon. He's damned if he does and damned if he doesn't. You know, like one minute he's being criticised because he's so conservative, and the next minute he's being criticised because he's sort of telling people off for being anti-abortion even though he's anti-abortion I do think that there's an expedient boat catching attitude which I'm not comfortable with and and it all stems back to he used to be Christopher Luxon but now he doesn't seem to mind that people call him Chris have I talked about this before and I think that's sort of set a tone for me anyway uh, I, I think I've missed the point somewhere along the way. Uh, can you get me back on track, please, Gary? 50, in 2019, 57% of women were in their 20s. 35% were over 30. 93%, I think. 93% had it within the first 12 weeks. And 58% had never had an abortion before. This is not something that women take lightly. The numbers are fairly the same here. This is not something that women use as a form of contraception. So I think we have bigger issues to deal with here than our own abortion legislation. I empathise, I sympathise with the women of the US. 
It was all very Handmaid's Tale. I was saying last week I'd love to go to the southern states of the US because it'd be just great to go there and, and, and see those plantation houses and visit the home of blues. You know what? I just don't think I will. There are other places in the world I want to see given what's happened in mostly southern states almost immediately. Yeah, I think there's actually a lot of people in America who feel the same way now as well. They'd rather not um, visit most of America anymore. And um, and there's some people in those places in America who'd rather not visit those places in America, even though they're living there. Um, yeah, it's interesting that Kerry raises the whole Handmaid's Tale thing. That, I, I, uh, if you haven't watched Handmaid's Tale... I, I mean, I'd recommend it because it's quite a good program, but then it also I'd warn you that you will find it extremely disturbing in light of recent events. Let's just put it that way. Um, now, uh, Kate Hawksby was back on deck yesterday uh, after a long bout of uh, COVID and COVID-related illnesses. Uh, here she is with all the gory details. I would not wish it on my worst enemy. I don't think I've ever been so sick, and it's hard when you get COVID and it's so brutal when others, not naming any names, my husband, get it and say, oh, this is a non-event. Um, it's not a non-event. It's a unique virus and we all suffer it differently. And I'm here to say to every single person struggling with it or the fallout from it, I hear you. I feel you. I see you. I feel your pain. I, of course, um, went and got the triple whammy of COVID plus the flu Plus, the COVID reactivated my glandular fever virus from when I was a teenager. So here's a fun fact for you. You may already know or not. Uh, that virus lies dormant after you've had it, of course. But COVID, and this is what's happening at the moment for a lot of people, the current strain of COVID, is kick-starting people's dormant respiratory illnesses and viruses like glandular fever. It can kick-start it. Isn't that wonderful? See how much we're learning about um, medicine thanks to COVID? But you feel like you know so much more about... Yeah, how viruses work and vaccines and dormant diseases, how they can be come back. Isn't it great how much we're learning? Um, hey, uh, now, uh, fast food. Uh, I'm a fan of certain kinds, for sure, but... We all know that we probably shouldn't have it, and yet it's everywhere in some places, and does something need to be done about that? Now, the problem is a whole lot of people, you know, who, who, who look at this, look down their nose and go, well, hold on, hold on. It's probably cheaper to go and buy a lettuce and a tomato, maybe a can of anchovies, than it is to buy a full meal of chicken and chips. And it often is. But you can't do that if it's not available in a store, right? Or you can't do it if you don't have the time to prepare. And this is the interesting thing that was found in the surveys as well. That many of the people in the poorer communities are struggling so much so that they're working extraordinary hours. Everyone's working, mum, dad, and sometimes the kids. The kids are now working instead of going to school. We know that to be a fact. Everybody's working so hard, but they still need to eat. So they go for the uh, easy convenience option. It's not like going into a, a into a a Greek salad bar and getting a Greek salad. No, everything is yellow food, yellow food, yellow food, yellow food dumpling. 
Uh, so they rush in, they buy it, they eat it, and it continues the battle. My question is, this is not good, and it shouldn't necessarily happen. But how do you fix it? Oh, I get uncomfortable about these things. Um, people want, wanting somebody else to wipe their bums for them. And I, I get that it's like you know having too many liquor stores in your neighbourhood. Or vape shops. But at the end of the day, it is a personal choice. But if you're exposed to it everywhere you look... Oh, it's a curly one. But I've decided not to end on fast food because that will make me hungry at the end of the podcast and I don't like that. Let's talk about um, how uh, we were back at work yesterday after a long weekend, even though it was Monday. I thought John Key got rid of all the other holidays and they're all on Mondays now. Nice to have a a short week that ended on a Friday rather than starts on a Tuesday. That was my thoughts. It's nice to be back and have a whole week to go too because actually I think I'd rather have my short weeks be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, much better. Because if you start a week on a Tuesday, right? Okay. I wasn't going to say this, but I will. Normally, with a short week, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And you come to work on Tuesday, it feels a bit like Monday, and you think the week is going to whiz past. Because 20% of it's already gone. But what actually happens is it drags. And as I often say in radio, there is nothing as slow as a short week because, boy, oh, boy, they last forever. But I think this one, when we get the day off on a Friday, much, much better. Because the week before it, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, is normal because we haven't had the public holidays. That's ordinary. That's just that's just normal week. Hang on. It's finished. And then the next week is just normal. So no overcompensating or undercompensating. So it's perfect. Anyway, I'm not going to go on about that. I just thought since I had a chance to cut loose on that, I would. So very much in effect, I think probably all our holidays that we Monday eyes, we should now Friday eyes because it works a lot better. Yeah, I think um, generally the production team of the Mike Hosking Breakfast, and by that I mean uh, Michael Allen, who's the executive producer, and I came to the conclusion that we preferred the Friday off. Uh, Michael said that he wasn't so keen on the fact that you've still got that sort of Monday-itis, Sunday night blues thing. And that, there is an element of that. But I think also what the, the clincher was, we often say to each other, is it Friday yet? And we start saying that on about Tuesday. But last week on Thursday when we said that to each other, it was technically Friday. Have we spent too long talking about this now? Probably. It's not going to happen again until Easter. I'm Glenn ZB, and we've had Easter. I'm Glenn ZB. Uh, that has been News Talk ZB. Uh, the next long weekend edition is going to be Labor Weekend, I think. See, I mean, I'll see you then. I'll also see you tomorrow.